Okay, welcome to another edition of a personal trainer's guide to wealth creation. And uh, I'm joined with my good friend and long-term business partner, Mr. Brad Shepherd. Hello, team. Now, today we're going to cover off on a topic that uh, we're, we've, we've seen some great success in it, and uh, it's, it's really what Brad calls bucking against the trend. So while, while everyone else is doing the same old, same old, we always look to stand out and be different. Um, but it's more than that. It's also about having the proper business strategies behind it. And uh, one of the things we're going, to, we're going to talk about today, or the thing we are going to talk about, is um, why do people really join gyms or get a personal training? Because I think there's a big disconnect, Brad, between what the trainers and gyms are marketing and what they think people want in terms of their advertising versus what does the person at home who wants to lose a bit of weight, what are they really needing to hear? Yes. Full time. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll keep talking. Um, <laughs> my, uh, in my opinion is, uh, what do they really want? Well, no one's really sitting at home going, can't wait to get in the gym, you know, throw kettlebells around. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a trainer who can maybe do 100 burpees, uh, handstand push-ups, uh, you know, lift incredible weight. That's not what they're really thinking about. However, when you see um, when we see marketing and when we see you know personal trainers advertising their business, a lot of times it's more based on features. So the features of what someone will be doing when they join their program, mm -hmm. um, and so the first disconnects there, Brad. Where if we don't put the clients head on, we don't think about the conversation they're having on a day to day basis, then it's a good chance the marketing is going to miss. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I saw an example of it this morning. I'm on my way to the office and it had the had words to the effect of, you know, strength, power, stability, flexibility, etc. And uh, <clears throat> although some of these words may have a connection to the general population out there, um, you know, there's a good chance that a lot of them can miss the mark, you know, words like functional strength and functional fitness, you know, they're, they're really can be industry jargon. And although we, you know, as fitness professionals understand what that, that all means to so the person out there. Uh, they can really have no clue and there can be a bit of a disconnect there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, th this was why we're so, uh, we spend so much time with our students and our mentoring programs and our two-day workshops really covering off on the two main areas that you are in. You're not in a personal training business. You are in a marketing and sales business. And if you can't convey your message effectively with how you can solve a problem for these people out there, they're, they're not even going to take notice of your marketing because functional strength functional training, like Brad said, yeah, that's a technical word to it, but what's the benefit in it for the client? So they're only interested in what's in it for them, and what's in it for them is they, they want more confidence, they want to feel better, look better, they, they want to have accelerated weight loss, they want to be able to burn more body fat while they're sleeping. Mm -hmm. These are things that they may not be aware of, but things that they actually really want. So yeah. really, what are you selling, Bradley, then? <laughs> uh, well, really, it's back to this thing, we want to sell, we want to sell an end, end benefit and end result. And that's really what people want out there, you know? So we, we wanna hone in on these things that are, are, are addressing uh, people's fears, concerns, problems, frustrations, and the more that you can do work in this particular area in your fitness business and figure it out, what are my end target clients? What are they thinking? What are their concerns? What is it that, that you know, has them frustrated with their current regime or nutritional regime or their body shape or whatever? Um, because once we can figure out that bit, then that enables you to tailor a solution to perfectly suit their needs. Yeah, so if you've got a pen and paper or you're listening to this, I really recommend that you stop and write it down. 
but write down what problem am I solving with my business? What problem or solution am I providing to these people? And if it doesn't, if your marketing doesn't reflect that or your advertising, then it's going to be really ineffective. So uh, I would get you to write that down and be clear that you're you're actually trying to solve a problem for people. Now, my example of this I learned many years ago when I had a gym. Um, with my business partner and at that time we were right in the bodybuilding so we're in our early 20s mid 20s it's only a couple of years ago <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we were going to open up the mecca um, bodybuilding gym in brisbane so we, it was going to be the biggest and greatest thing and you know it's because what we were into once we opened the doors we realized that you know one bodybuilding and it's no um, criticism to bodybuilding but what we experienced was that it was a very small small niche market um, they, they, you know, like it or not, there was a lot of people that were intimidated by having big muscly guys running around heavy weights uh, and there was so much sort of demographic uh, that we were missing out on and as we started to build the business and grow, we got people coming to the gym, what we quickly realised is that um, we were going broke and we were going broke because we were, we were selling gym memberships but we weren't really providing a solution to these people's needs and that classic thing of you know, people joining the gym for a month and what we'd notice is people would drop off and they would discontinue coming. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, we weren't, we weren't, we had one part of the, um, the equation for them. We had a place for them to exercise, but the part that we were missing, the part that we didn't provide a solution for these people were structured, tailored programs that had a start position and an end position that could guide them through because obviously if these people knew how to do it themselves, they, they probably wouldn't even need the gym, to be honest. So. Mm -hmm. The part that we realised is that we stopped, needed to stop selling gym memberships and what we realised that's not what we actually do and uh, when we surveyed all our clients and said why, why did you actually come to the gym in the first place, there was three main categories and the most popular one were um, not only women but predominantly a higher ratio of women between the ages of 18 and I'd say even up to 40 um, and they would tell us that their main objective and goal was to be trim and tone. Now, there's a lot of other words that could uh, fit in that category, but they were the main ones. And so <clears throat> we thought, right, let's develop a program called the Trim and Tone Program, mm -hmm. something that people could identify with. Um, uh, it, it covered off on the two main benefits that these people were after, and we develop, developed our marketing around it and also our sales program around it. So when we were talking to a prospective client and they were asking us and we were talking about their goals, we would say to them, look, um, it sounds like the trim and, tone program, the trim and Tone program is exactly what you'd be after. We've designed that specifically to reach these goals. Uh, the next category were people that were getting over 45s and, and up around 50s, and uh, they were telling us that they really just wanted to feel better. You know, they've got some aches and pains in that now and uh, have a bit more energy. So they were in a different phase of their life. So while looking good was still a priority, it wasn't number one. And uh, what we heard was the words healthy lifestyle. And so we called that program healthy lifestyle program. Uh, and then lastly, it was, um, it was why we started the gym and it was our smallest niche, niche market. And uh, it was mainly young males between the ages of 17 and, and 35 and uh, they wanted to put on muscle. And of course, young men don't want to take forever to put on muscle. They want to do it quickly. And so we called that the muscle accelerator program. So we designed these three programs that catered to what people actually wanted. So we moved away from selling gym memberships and we solved a solution for people in these three areas. And we designed programs and it was tailored. It had you know, a dietitian come in and you know, construct the eating program that go along with all this. So it really added a lot of value to our members. So that was my experience and our experience of you know, realizing that we thought we're opening up a gym 
uh, really what we need to do is solve some problems for people. And uh, what I'm also hearing from that, Jason, uh, we've, we've discussed this at length, is also moving away from selling individual personal training sessions. So if you're listening to this and you're currently in that position of you know, effectively exchanging time for money, you're, you're doing a, you do a majority of one-on-one -on -one personal training or maybe it's some sort of semi-private model or some group model, again, there can be this trap to fall into of, of um, just simply selling a session. So it's like, a, you know, to give you an example, out of this industry, a massage therapist, too commonly what we see is a massage therapist sells a session. Someone thinks about it, hey, either I need a massage and I'll book in and go and have a massage and if I'm proactive, I'll think about booking again or on the flip side, if the massage therapist is proactive enough, they'll think about rebooking that person. But quite often it can be the case that someone doesn't consider that or think about it until they feel like they need it again. Yeah, correct. So again, if we flip back to personal training, it can become a bit like this. If you're selling session by session, um, then although you might have a client booked in, they come and see you 6 a.m. every Tuesday and they've been coming for three months. What can happen is that if we don't have this big picture vision about where they're heading with their regime, their program and so forth, um, sometimes it can just be that. They can just be there week to week without, you know, just, just traveling along. Um, and so it can be a, a big trap to fall into, especially when we kick off with somebody, you know. So you want to think about what's going to attract someone to your facility, to your studio, or to your, your personal training sessions in the first instance. Mm. Sure enough, you might have some PT clients that you know, they've been with you for three or four years or, or more, and are just happy to come every week. They don't, they don't really want to get body assessed and do all that and discuss the nutrition. They're just happy to come along and do their one session a week with you and know that if they're doing that, then that's better than them not doing it, you know? And that's all cool, but we've got to think in the first instance, what's going to be the determining factor that's going to get somebody to you know, pick up the phone, give you a call, take action on an ad that you've put down, or, you know, see you as the obvious best choice out of all of the other options out there. Mm. And so, uh, in, in, in saying that too, Brad, uh, I guess one of the things you started with was getting away from selling personal training and, uh, you know, hearing what you just said then and from our experience, what we know is that if someone rings up and they're asking you how much do you charge um, as their first question, it's not that it won't come up. It means your marketing, you know, if I could be completely, completely blunt here, sucks. You know, yeah. to save time. Agree. Uh, I'll say it sucks. And um, <laughs> that's what used to happen to us before we educated ourselves in this arena and how to do that. And so um, your suggestion that we go, we got to get away from the price competition. So if you're down the road from me, I'm up the road, we're saying the same thing. We're selling personal training where our marketing looks the same, feels the same. It's, it could just be like a carbon copy of it. They're going to ring you, and the first question they're going to ask is, "How much do you charge?" Yeah, you're going to say your price, and if um, maybe if you know what I charge at the road, you're going to do the undercut thing, where like tow truck drivers, you know, it's about <laughs> undercutting each other rather than being uh, actually creative and building something of higher value. Yeah, uh, and then they're going to ring me, and they're going to find out, uh, you know, how much I charge, and maybe the, all they're going to make the assumption on who was just better on the phone and talking to them. But really, uh, if if we're going to be, if I'm going to be at the road and um, you know, I've got some marketing that has solved a problem for somebody yep. and it's really tapped into their emotional pain points but also desires and normally what happened is like I saw that bit of advertising you did and I'm really excited about it to find out how I can achieve that, yep. those results. And so that's what you're saying. It's the main difference between going away from now we're not competing on price yep. because I'm totally unique and I'm solving a problem where say, you know, someone down the road for me it's just saying they do personal training. Yeah, I love it. And um, the other thing that, you know, we obviously have this sitting in our intellectual property that our clients here at Create Media Wealth get access to when 
you know, different ways that you can present a solution to people's problems. So when we move away from this selling session by session, we move away from selling 10 packs, as you've probably heard us speak about before. You know, again, a 10 pack, all well and good. You sell it, beauty, some, some cash flow comes in, but then you've got to now service that client for a period of time. And then we get to the end of that 10 pack and we've got to resell them in again, you know. Uh, when we look at the long-term vision, let's call that a 12-month strategy. What it enables you to do is to have this long-term vision about how training goes. Now, we all know that um, people starting up with you go through different phases in their training. You know, those first you know, four or so weeks, uh, they're just developing some spatial awareness and figuring out how their body moves and getting adjusted to regular exercise and 21 days makes a habit. And we're, we're trying to lock all this sort of stuff in for them. But we show them diagrammatically and, and we also realize that maybe in those first eight or so weeks that they're not going to experience a huge amount of change or results, you know? Bit of body weight loss, yeah, strength's going to start to increase, yeah, things are going to start moving and changing. But you can map this out for somebody on a timeline, on a graph. So in your presentation folder, you know, you've got this all mapped out graphically. You're showing them, okay, over the first course of our work together, we're just going to be working on getting you moving and getting you used to the, the work together. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is in that eight week and, and beyond stage between our eight weeks and say six months, that's when the real results start happening. That's when you're going to see some significant changes in body composition. That's when you're going to significantly see your strength start going through the roof, etc. Because that's our experience of doing it with others. And again, you're bringing in more social proof to show them that other people have been there and been through that journey. Um, then, of course, you know, we hit that, that six-month mark and you're well on your way towards this goal. And let's say it's the weight loss goal of 20 kilos. Um, we can estimate that in six months, we sit down and we've figured out that, you know, 10 kilos is quite realistic, attainable. Um, it it's, could be challenging as well. Uh, but we're going to keep you on track to help you get there. Once we've got there, hey, we're going to want to keep this baby going, you know. So our six-month to 12-month phase is where we're going to get you towards that end goal. What do you know? At 12 months, we hit the end goal. We've lost that 20 kilos. Um, we probably don't want you to leave here. You probably don't want to put that weight back on, do you? No, okay. Well, what we then do is we have you on our maintenance program. We make sure that then and beyond that we've got you on a program to keep that locked in. So... Training becomes, you know, as you're presenting it to somebody, it becomes way more than this short-term commitment, session by session, 10-pack, any of that stuff. We've now mapped out the next 18 months, and um, it's such a powerful way to do it because we all know that this stuff can take a while, you know? Your best clients are the ones that come and see you week in, week out, and maintain consistency. Mm. Yeah, it's excellent. We, had, we definitely had that at the gym where, and as Brad said, we had these beautiful A4 folders and all the pages eliminated and we went through the whole, you know, won't go through the whole sales, sales process in this call, but it went through the, identifying the pain of excess body fat to, you know, what that actually results in. And so we use the pain, aggravate, prove, and solve formula. And then we, then after we got through that, we would then talk about what the program solves, what problems does it solve, and what does it give you? Uh, and then there was a part in it where it was explaining the timeline that Brad said, because we realized as a business that, you know, we really wanted to have clients for at least a minimum of 12 months and so, uh, yeah, here, we hear a lot of trainers say, oh, you know, but people don't like contracts and they don't want to be signed in and all the things. And um, yeah, well, that could be true, but we need to change our mindset on that and go, and it's like Brad said, we've got to actually educate these people why it's this of a commitment. Why is that? And because if you just, if you're buying into the fact that they're signing a bit of paper and a contract, maybe it's you that don't like, you don't like that. 
locking in the contracts and agreements. Um, and so the mindset changes. We need to educate, but also sell them in on what they can expect. And if you do that well, and as Brad described, you take it to the timeline, you go and look from the first four weeks, here's what you can expect to achieve from the program. You're gonna, you told me you're not sleeping as well at night. Well, you know, it, it's been proven that while you start doing some exercise and you start doing some training that, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna be in a more relaxed state, your body needs repair, so you're gonna have a deeper and more relaxed sleep. And uh, you know you know then on the flip side of that more energy because you've got a better night's sleep and all these things start to um, you can explain and then you can explain the three month mark six month mark and based on their goals and targets then you have some flexibility you can say look you can get there as quick as you want or slow as you want mm -hmm. and of course quick as you want means more sessions you know so the more you do the the, the more um, input you get the better result and so that's where you've got some flexibility for them to decide you know how fast they actually want to do this. Um, but what we're talking about, like Brad said, is a 12-month process. So you are selling in a 12-month program without saying it's a 12-month program, but you, it's done with integrity, honesty, and it's the truth that that's how it needs to happen. And, uh, you, you know, people make better buying decisions once it's been clearly explained to them. So on an emotional response level um, and on a, a logical basis, then they can go, you know what, now I know why. I'm going to be embarking upon this program. If you don't do a good job of that, yeah. Well, yeah. Why should they commit to you for twelve months? Yeah, you haven't told me why I'm doing this. I've got no idea. I'm just apparently I'm turning up every week to do some training. Yeah. Now that's not going to get people out of bed when things get tough down the track. Yeah, absolutely. The biggest you know thing I take away from that, Jason's just hearing that word education, and the, you know, to everyone listening to this, the more you can become an information expert. The more you can educate people on this whole process, the better it's going to be. And for you, a lot of this information is is, is easy knowledge. You know, you, stuff that you've learned, you understand it. It's just putting it into a format that people can see it and understand. And that's where the aha moment goes off in their head. You know, that's it's it's greater than just a short term solution. When we go back to this thing about um, you know lock ins, contracts, all that sort of stuff. If I think about our experience of it, you know, fifteen years ago, we altered our personal trading. Um, offering to have no minimum spend or no minimum term. And at that point in time, what was out there 15 years ago in the industry was a lot of um, contracts, logging contracts at that point in time. There was gyms that were getting you know, bad reputations because people couldn't get out of um, contracts and you know the stuff on the media and then you, we heard these horror stories of gym owners that would go and do a big do a big sell you know over the over the course of a week and sell up front gym memberships and then the, the truck would come in over the weekend and pack up all the gear and they'd be taken off um, fortunately that sort of stuff doesn't exist anymore but we you know we bucked the trend back then so what we were seeing was a lot of evidence of that so what we found is that our clients once they got started with this they didn't want to leave so we made it very easy for them if I fast forward the clock now 15 years down the track, well, we're probably seeing a lot of the opposite. We're probably seeing a lot of this. It's easy to get in. It's also easy, really easy to get out. No contracts, no joining fees. The amount of times I've seen that in the fitness industry in terms of marketing and advertising, like, you know, you see it anywhere. You drive your car, whatever. And, you know, that's what we call plain, vanilla, boring advertising. Like, you know, can someone wake me up, please? You know, let me show me something exciting. But... You know, if we have a look at the real nitty gritty of it, we go, well, what, that's what we say, buck the trend. So this is a, a commitment. So where everyone else is out there giving these, these quick fixes, instead what we want to do is provide some type of quality assurance to people. Now, if, you, if you're still sitting here listening to this going, yeah, mate, that's all well and good, but I can't see myself selling a 12-month agreement to somebody, 
then the simple thing that you can have in is some sort of exit course where can someone get out of it? Yeah, absolutely. And maybe they just get, need to give you a certain amount of time because you've figured out it takes around about, long, around about that long to replace that client. Let's call it a month for argument's sake. And quite simply, you say to them, can you exit? Yeah, sure, if this is not working out for you or for either party, then you can get out of this. However, we just need a month's notice to let us know that you will be exiting this program. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, it's um, it's very re reactive um, marketing, and you know, big businesses use it too because they just got to go with they just go with everybody else. And I'm with Brad, you know, like you know, wake me up, you know, if this, when something important happens. And there's no real um, actual business brain behind that, in my opinion. And I, I I personally feel like you're letting people down because you know people are you know left to their own devices, they'll take the easy option. So. Uh, there's that cross divide, and I, I agree with Brad 100%. The only thing I'll add, you know, um, to it, which I just experienced in my business, it's, you know, why, why 30 days? Well, for my business, I figured out that if someone gave me 30 days notice, then oh, that was ample time for me to replace that person. And I used to say to clients up front, being transparent, I go, look, um, Brad, you know, you're coming on board, we're making a commitment, here's what I commit to you, here's what you commit to us. Mm. Um, Look, as you can appreciate, if for any reason there's an issue, you need to be up front and tell me straight away. That's the first step. And then secondly, if, um, if for some reason there's, it, it's not working out from either side, you move or whatever, all I require is a 30-day notice. And I, I used to say to people, I go, look, what that does is help me replace your position um, and be able to find someone else to fill your spot without putting, you know, and look, you don't need to say this part, but the type of person I am, I would, I go, look, that just, that just says unnecessary stress from of me and the business gives me ample time and I'd really appreciate that. On the flip side, if for some reason I feel like working together with you is not the ideal situation, I'll give you 30 days notice as well. Mm. Um, and that will see if we can work something out in the meantime. And I'll also recommend maybe a trainer who's going to be suited if that happens. So it's always nice to, to have it going both ways. And, you know, once again, being upfront, transparent, and explaining it correctly so people can actually actually know. So you don't just go, well, it's 30 days notice. Well, you know, I feel like if um, if it was me, I, I, you know, it would be nice to make it to know why. Um, and when you explain to most people, then once they've got the education, they've got the knowledge, they can relate and understand why you're doing it in the first place, you know, so remove any maybe bad experience they've had in the past. Yeah, agreed. And uh, a couple of points to add on to that too, within <coughs> 30 days, if that's the case for you, or whatever the time period is, it actually now gives you 30 days to figure out what what's this client leaving for? What was the problem? So let's say someone's not losing weight fast enough or whatever, and they decided they're just going to pull the pin. Well, hey, maybe in this 30 days, it gives us an opportunity to be able to, enable that client to see the light and see, hold on, maybe it is a chance to gain that client's trust and respect or whatever it is that's going on. Great point. And really good opportunity to keep that client, you know, because you can go, okay, what's this client not been getting or what are they feeling or what are they potentially missing out on? And in that time, it could be quite a change of, of circumstances for that person. So yeah, and I feel like, you know, I feel this, you know, urge to point this out. Like the stuff that, um, you know, Brad's just saying there and stuff I'm talking about, I'm, I'm not trying to impress anybody or leave us up, but it's taken us a lot of years to figure this stuff out. And so please, if you are listening to this, make sure you action this stuff. Otherwise, it's just useless information. So this is taking us a long, long time to figure out a lot of trial, a lot of error. You've got this information, and that part that Brad's talking about is vital. So you're really getting business strategies that work. It's not just go and copy somebody because they've got a, a money back guarantee or it's no fees. If you can't explain to somebody 
why you have that particular system in your business or why you're doing it rather than everyone else is doing it, your business is going to struggle. You've got no strategic planning. You don't really know. So the other thing I like about the 30-day thing as well, Brad, is that if you get someone who wants to kick, scream, carry on about it, what I've found in the past, and it'd be a very small percentage because, you know, you'd say to the person, well, when we signed off on it, you were okay with it. What's yep. changed? All that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But in the odd cases where you go, this is becoming a headache, what you can do is go, look, I would normally do this, but I'll meet you halfway and let's make it 14 days. For me, it still gives me two weeks. I knew a month was ample time to find a new client. Uh, two weeks is definitely realistic um, to, to replace those sessions. So... All this stuff is strategic. It's not just us sitting here going, that's a good idea. Let's talk about that on this podcast, yeah. Brad. It's, it's taken us a lot of years, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of investment to figure this stuff and pass it on through. Without sounding like I'm raving on about it, please, you know, this is valuable stuff. People pay big bucks to have us come and coach them on this info. Use it if you're not using it now. Yeah. And it's the other thing that we say in terms of our business, you know, where you've been to one of our workshops or our events before, you'll see that we're very transparent in the way that we show you the methods on how we conduct our business. So in our coaching and mentoring program at the moment, the current term is a 13-month program on our internship or our um, business accelerator coaching program, 13 months. Can someone exit that program? Yes, they can. It's a three-month exit process. So, you know, we've had a small percentage of people who, for whatever reason, have decided it wasn't for them. And they got three months. They give us three months notification. They get full access to their coach, to the program, etc. You know, what we found is that humans are generally very respectful of terms and conditions. So you know, when you sit down and you go through this stuff with somebody, what we found is that any time we've situations like that occurred, people have been hugely respectful of it. The other bit we know is beyond the thirteen months with our own clients is that you know people are. Our average client lifespan for this is about two and a half years because you know you get on the program, it's working for you, you get the results. Why stop? You know why quit? Um, and uh, but once they go beyond the thirty month phase, then they don't have an exit strategy. They're just going to give us a one month notification because we know at that time that people are moving in the right direction. They're ticking the boxes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So mm. again, it's back to that thing: is you have a look at the the businesses that are using the model successfully, and you go, okay, how can I utilize that in my own business? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, now, mate, just uh, just flipping back to the whole progress results thing, and this would be the thing I believe we'll, we'll probably finish off on. You had, um, you had a client, well, you had a client, Harley Beckett, but she's a client of Great PT Wells. She was for four years. Um, she, I think you were saying to me before the podcast, she had a unique situation where she was selling a trim and tone type of program, and uh, maybe you can give us give us the uh, inside scoop on that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um. You know, Haley have progressed their business from back to the you know, selling individual personal training sessions with no minimum terms to a couple of years ago uh, realizing that, hold on, you know, we've, we've figured out that around about 12 weeks is our time. If we can keep someone for 12 weeks, then we know that they're going to be a long term, you know, good client of ours. So, a number of years ago, she implemented the 12 week minimum agreement, which worked incredibly well, um, incredibly low uh, percentage of, you know, objection to that. Um, and really down to the way that it was delivered through the education model. Um, then coming back around about 12 months ago, she also she decided, well, hold on, you know, this is a long-term commitment. She embraced the 12-month um, program and started promoting that. And again, that worked incredibly well. But what she did was she pretty much had two options. So I'll try and um, simplify it as much as possible because there was a fair, diff- a fair few different options and programs on her menu and her offering. But 
her, let's say that the base program they were looking to offer was $97 a week and for $97 a week the client would receive one personal training session, access to their group uh, fitness classes that they ran, uh, plus a number of different you know, bonuses, value adds, some guidance and um, body assessments, etc. So $97 a week, that was the, the fee that they were looking to achieve and that was a profitable model for the business as well. So hey, we sat down and we brainstormed and we've said, okay, well, let's make this the 12-month commitment fee. So if you jump on our program for the 12 months, you'll pay the $97 a week over the 12-month period. Then we said, okay, what about, let's just brainstorm because we are going to come into contact with some people who, for whatever reason, making the 12-month commitment may not suit them. All right, well, what we're going to ask people to do that don't engage in the 12-month minimum commitment, they're going to pay a, a, a premium or a privilege to be able to do that. So... We had a, look at, had a look at it and said, well, what if we were to give people a three-month minimum, which we've already proven to be quite successful, then the fee for that would now come up to $119 per week. So now uh, what we're seeing is the same program, pretty much the same offering, and for, really it's down to the client's choice now going, do I want to go with the 12-month minimum because I know I'm going to be around, I'm in this for the long term, I can see these goals are very clear on them, etc." And I'll pay the lower fee, or alternatively, do I want a little bit, you know, a little bit more flexibility? Maybe I just want to commit for those three months, and then I'll pay the premium for that. And of course, what that meant was another an extra margin for Haley's business, um, over and above what the amount that they were looking to achieve. So the amount that the book business was looking to achieve was the ninety-seven or around about hundred dollars a week, and an extra twenty dollars a week per client. You add that up over 150 plus clients so that can add up quite quickly yeah that's a great model that's excellent well mate um, i um uh i believe that so you know what we pass on here is the, the main points are just number one is I, I guess really think about what problem you're solving with your with your uh, training methods move away from selling personal training sell a result sell a um a solution to to somebody Make sure you educate when you do that in the sales process so they're very clear on um, why and how the program works so they can make a better buying decision. Yep. And you're also future pacing, I guess you could say. You're, you're locking into their minds exactly the process so they understand it. Uh, and then, you know, lastly, what we're talking about here is just really look at making sure you, you if there's a, some issues in your business that aren't working for you, don't sit there and complain about it or accept to find ways to overcome it. Hence the 30-day cancellation fees, and make sure you're very clear on explaining that to the clients. And I guess lastly, don't get don't get suckered into lock in, in have limitations around buying into that crap about you know people don't like contracts. It's got nothing to do with that. It's about how well you can educate and explain you know why people are doing your programs in the first place. Yeah, look, at, you know our experience back in direct debit is uh, you know over 15 years having direct debit in place. Do some people like direct debit? Yeah, I can. You know, I, I can think of. You know, we had um, several thousand people that come through our business, and I can probably count the amount of people that had a problem with direct debit on you know one hand. Yeah. You know, so over thousands. You know, probably less than five people, and you know, who are just like I do not direct debit for whatever reason. You know. Mm -hmm but very incredibly small percentage uh, of from the total amount of clients that come through. And from what we've seen after educating over six and a half thousand trainers and us personally going through it years ago, our experience is that the problem only lies with the person who's needing to implement it. Yeah. And uh, if you've got an issue with it or you're thinking it's a negative or people won't like it, then hey, guess what? 
it's not going to be too successful for you. So, you know, really be mindful of that. Uh, lastly, if, uh, if, if, you, if you like what we're saying on these podcasts and it's all making sense and you really resonate with it and it's adding value to, my number one tip is that there'd be nothing better for you to accelerate your progression, your growth, then to get along to one of our two-day workshops. See, what Brad and I do in Crack Picked Wealth, we're extremely passionate about passing on this wealth of knowledge that we've attained and taken us a long time to get at our two-day workshops. And the only really way you can embrace it, get to ask questions, personalize it, get around other experts, is by getting yourself along to one of these workshops. I guarantee you that it's gonna be the best two days that you've ever spent. Uh, we unpackage and uncover everything from how to take the sales out of selling and convert nine out of 10 clients how to make sure that you do marketing effectively. And I really break it down in a really simplistic but effective way. So people are gonna contact you over your competitors. Even if they do look at your competitors, they're gonna come running straight back to you. They'll go away from price. And so they won't be asking you about price, they'll be asking how do you get started. Um, Brad's gonna run you, he'll run you through things like how to build a team and, and really start to generate that passive income. Because if at the moment, um, you're not, you're gonna, you're gonna turn up to earn 100% of the income, you can't take holidays without there being concerned issues around losing income, clients dropping off, then you don't really have a business, you're stuck in a job and it's worse than a job as Brad says it because you don't even get holiday pay or sick day pay. So we really embrace it, we want to pass this information on and so if you want to get yourself into the top 20% of trainers who are actually going to be successful and have a longevity in this industry, I really recommend you get along that workshop. Mm. Uh, the best way to do that, if, you, if you'd if like to uh, get yourself onto those workshops, there's a number of ways you can do it. Uh, I, I'd recommend the most effect, effective way to do it is you can go to, uh, sorry, you can email our office. Um, it's lynn at createptwealth.com.au and make a mention that you've heard this podcast, you listen to it, and you'd like to, uh, you'd like to be able to get someone to call you, contact you, to take up the special offer. So anybody who comes in through one of our avenues like podcasts and some special promotional websites we've got, they'll save $300 off the normal seminar price. And not only that, you get 12 CC points for attending it. So we're very much of the opinion of we, we, we are the most legit professional people in this industry. We've aligned ourselves with Fitness Australia. Uh, we're passionate about the industry. So you get the 12 CC points, and there's an opportunity for you to get 19 CC points when you attend. Um, not only that, you get a copy of our number one best-selling book, A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. Uh, and uh, you get our home study pack, our Personal Trainer's Guide uh, to Wealth Creation home study pack. And so that's how you've got some resources, though, after you leave the workshop. You can, uh, there's a bunch of MP3 brads, DVDs, uh, audios. Yep. And they're, they're really your information you can take away and make sure that uh, after the workshop you're really reinforcing the information that's going to make a big difference in your business. So that's it for me. Absolutely. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Great to connect with you. Uh, we trust you got out of it what you needed today. We certainly look forward to catching up with you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye-bye.